welcome back to Clarity Combos for Wedding Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Aislinn, and today's episode, I am going to be sharing how I got Taylor Swift Arrows Tour tickets and all of the magical things that happened over the past week and kind of just taking you through step-by-step what it looked like to get tickets and also some of the mindset things that came up for me and then just tips and tricks in case any of you guys get off the wait list or you're looking to buy tickets in the future for something like this. So... Welcome to the podcast episode. I am really excited to record this and tell you guys more about this experience because it has been a wild, wild week. (laughs) So what's so interesting is I didn't know a ton about getting Taylor Swift tickets until the first tour happened. And then I started watching things on TikTok where people were talking about going through the queue and going through the waiting room and all the different things that it takes to actually get tickets. And so I started kind of just cataloging that in the back of my mind. And when she announced that she was going to be doing a second US leg tour, I was like, oh, oh, maybe I want to get tickets. And now I actually have the information I need in order to, you know, create the experience and actually go out there and buy the tickets. So if you don't know, Eros Tour is Taylor Swift's big, huge tour that she's been doing over the past year. And she is doing a second leg for the United States and also Canada. Uh, And she's going to be doing that in 2024. And she announced this on August 5th. And today is August 11th. And it was a very, very quick turnaround time from when she announced it to when the actual pre-sale was. So the way it works, if you don't know, is that you have to sign up as a verified fan through Ticketmaster. And then you get an email with an access code. And if you get one of these access codes, you don't necessarily like automatically get an access code. Like you either get an access code or you get waitlisted. If you get an access code, then on a certain date, there's going to be a presale. And during that presale, you're going to be put into a waiting room. And then you're going to be put into a queue with thousands of other people. And then you get to pick your seats. So it really is like this like multi-step lottery system process. And there was a lot of tips that I picked up over the past year watching other people go through the system. So when it was actually my turn to buy tickets, I knew exactly what I wanted to do so that I wasn't sitting there like, you know, like not sure what to do. Like I I knew what I had to do and I, I used all the tips that I had and it worked. I have eight Taylor Swift tickets, which statistically I think makes me one of the luckiest people in the world uh, because I know there are so many people who got put on the waiting list. I know there are so many people who got like the actual access code, but didn't get tickets. So the fact that I had such an incredible chance is just mind boggling to me. And I'm so incredibly grateful. And I also totally see that I... (laughs) I had nothing to do with this. Like it, it wasn't like I did anything special in order to get the tickets. Like it just was luck, luck, chance, and being as prepared as I possibly could be once I had my luck and I had my chance. So today I want to walk you through the timeline of what's happened over the past week, but I also want to give you some tips in case you want to buy tickets in the future or have the opportunity. These are some of the tips that I would recommend. So let's talk about the timeline first, and then I'll give you my tips. On August 4th, I found out that Taylor Swift was going to have a second U.S. leg tour. And I was like, oh, that would be really amazing. I would really love to see her in concert. That would be just absolutely mind boggling. I saw her in concert with my sister in 2013, might've been 2014. It was definitely 10-ish years ago. Uh, And I saw her in concert back then and I was very young, like, and it was just the most fun thing I've ever done. And I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to go back to another concert and especially get to see it again with my sister. 
So August 4th, I text my sister and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about getting Taylor Swift tickets. Like if I were to get tickets, like, you know, it's a chance. I don't know if I will or not. If I got tickets, would you want to go? And she, she texted me back and she was like, well, I mean, I think it's like really hard to get tickets. And I was like, yes, it is. But if I got tickets, would you want to go? And she said, yes. And so I was like, okay, I'll do all the work. Like I will sit in the queue. I will sign up for all the things. I will look up all the information. Like I'll make sure that I'm the one doing the work. I just want somebody to say yes, that I will go with you if I do actually happen to get tickets. So that night I asked my husband uh, if he wanted to possibly go as well. And he was like, yeah, sure. Like, why not? And I was like, okay, so we need three tickets. And then my sister asked her husband if he wanted to go. And he was like, well, if your husband is going, I'll go. So I was like, all right, so we need four tickets. Let's see if we could do this or not. So the next day um, I had applied to be a verified fan and I applied for both verified fan under my email address and also my husband's email address. We have different Ticketmaster accounts. So we had two separate Ticketmaster emails that we were getting verified fan for. So that was last week. And then this week on Tuesday, I got an email that said I had gotten an access code. So I was literally on the phone with the Chinese restaurant ordering dinner. And I like looked at my email while I was like on hold. And I saw that I got the access code. And I like the poor lady on the other side of the phone. Like I was just like, ah, ah, can I order orange chicken? She was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. It's fine. Can I just order my food? <laughs> and uh, I came out of the bedroom where I was making that phone call. And uh, my husband was standing in the kitchen. And I was like, oh my God, I got an access code. I'm so excited. This is so cool. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get tickets, but like I got an access code. And um, he was like, oh, well, let me check my email too. And so he checked his email and he was like, oh, I got an access code too. And I was like, are you sure? Are you like, wait, we, so we have two access codes. And so in that moment, I was like, oh man, like, okay, so... I want to go to this concert, but you know, like you don't guarantee if you have an access code, it doesn't guarantee that you'll get a ticket. So I was like, okay, well in the morning at the 9am slot, cause there were two different slots that we got. Cause we had two different access codes. We had a 9am and then we had a 1pm um, access code slot. So when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, well I'll go to the morning one. And if I don't get tickets for the morning one, then in the afternoon I'll buy tickets for the other show. Um, I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'll get tickets for both the morning and the afternoon one, I was thinking like, okay, like fail safe. The second one is where I'll get tickets if I can't get it in the first one. So that evening I was talking to a friend of mine who actually happens to be a client as well. And we were talking about Taylor Swift and she had gotten waitlisted and she's never seen Taylor Swift before. And she was just really devastated and really wanted to go. And I was like, well, I got two access codes and I don't really know what to do with myself because I don't need eight tickets. Like I, I just want to go to the one like night. Like I don't want to go to both. And she was like, well, you know, like I would buy those off of you. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what we did was I, I told her, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to both of these sales. And if I get tickets for both, I will sell you the tickets for one of them. If I don't get tickets for both, then obviously I'm going to go. Um, and she was like, that's totally fine. And it was this very like non attached energy from both of us because we know how hard it is to actually get tickets to the concert. And so it was this really beautiful, like she wasn't like pushing for like anything and I wasn't pushing for anything. We just knew that like, if it worked out, it worked out. So I was able to get tickets for both myself and for her and her friends. All right. So this is Tuesday, Wednesday rolls around. This is the day that the actual presale is happening. 
I will be honest, I did not sleep the night before. Like I literally went to bed at midnight and I woke up at 5 a.m. because I was so excited. (laughs) And I haven't been that excited in so long. And so I woke up at 5 a.m. I went and got coffee in the morning. And like the poor barista was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm just getting Taylor Swift tickets today. (laughs) So I got coffee. I had breakfast. I had the 9 a.m. slot is when the actual pre-sale was starting. And so Here's how it works. You have the queue starts at 9 a.m. You're allowed to enter the quote unquote waiting room 30 minutes before the queue starts. So if you have a time slot of 9 a.m., you can actually get into the waiting room at 8.30. So at 8 a.m., I sat down at my desk and I like had a lunchbox prepared in case I couldn't like leave my desk all day and had my water and I like, you know, had all these different things like set up to make sure that like I was like fully prepared to like, if I got tickets, like I was like not having to like leave my desk. So at 8.30, I got into the waiting room And this is the important part. Like, this is like one of the tips I would give you if you do actually get into like the presale, they're going to give you an access code and it's a unique access code. Copy it into your notes app so that when you get out of the queue and into the part where you're like actually picking your speed, like your seats and your spots, all you have to do is copy and paste. And it'll be so much quicker than the people who are sitting there, like click clacking, trying to find their access code, like taking five minutes to go, like actually like put in the access code. You want to be in and out as quick quickly as possible. So I, at 9am, uh, got into the queue and it turns out, I'm pretty sure I was one of the first 2000 people to get tickets because at 9am I got into the queue and there was only 2000 and like, I think 98 people in front of me. So this queue, I kid you not, took five minutes. It took five minutes for me getting into the, in the queue to actually getting my seats. And I was not prepared for how quick that was. So if you're thinking you're going to be on like, you know, the queue is going to take you hours and hours and hours, be prepared that it could actually only be five minutes. So don't think that you could just like sit there and like, you know, wait around for like hours and hours. It might literally just be like five or 10 minutes of you waiting in the queue. So I was in the waiting room for 30 minutes and then I was in the queue for about five minutes. And then I, uh, got into the actual, like pick your seat spot. So what's going to happen is it's going to, um, ask you for your access code to get like to the part where you're like actually booking your seats. And then it's going to have this long list of things where it's like, what kind of seat do you want? Do you want VIP? Do you want aisle seats? All these different things. So the first time I did this, I had it clicked where it was like, select all. I would recommend that you unselect all of the VIP packages as quickly as possible so that it's only showing you the types of seats that you actually want. Like I didn't want VIP. I didn't want floor seats. Like I wanted to have like actual chairs. I didn't, I didn't want the disposable chairs. I didn't want to be in a crowd of like mosh pit, like Taylor Swift fans. I just wanted to have like my own space essentially. So I, the first time I did it um, in the morning, I had it like selected where it was like all of them. And then the second time uh, I did it where I like unselected a whole bunch of things. Doesn't really matter. Just get in and out as quickly as possible. So I was in that space, like picking my seats for about three minutes, I think like three minutes, maybe four minutes. And as quickly as possible, I was able to check out. And when I first got into the place, like where you're like looking at your seats, like this is why I'm fairly certain that I was one of the first 2000 people in there. There were no seats taken. Like there was nothing grayed out. It was literally like as many seats as possible. So I'm fairly certain I was one of the first people in there. So 
originally I didn't know like where we wanted to sit as far as like, do we want to be on the floor? Do we want to be like, you know, in the one hundreds or the two hundreds or whatever. So what I figured out is that if you're in section like 125, or I think it's like one one thirty eight or something in those ranges, they're kind of these like triangle shaped, <coughs> triangle shaped sections and they're going to have less seats per row. So we ended up in one of those sections and I am so freaking glad that we did. So I am in section 125 and we got tickets to the Miami show and it's so close, but we also only have four seats in our row. So it's just us. I'm not having to like share space with strangers, which I'm so like my introverted self is so excited <laughs> that it's just going to be us in that space. And I'm really, really excited about that. So our tickets were around $289, something like that, before tax and insurance and all the different things that we added on to it. Uh, so I would say that's like pretty phenomenal to have only paid like around like three or $400 per seat, like with all of the extra taxes and stuff for as close as we are. We're in section 125, which is like it's like in the lower bowl is what they call it. And I'm just like just so excited that we are absolutely like going to be like so so close like to the stage without having to be like on the actual floor so that was the actual experience of buying the tickets I did that twice so I did that at 9 a.m and then I did that at 1 p.m some of the tips that I would recommend is turning off all of your ad blockers turning off extensions and making sure that you only have one tab open on your computer so I have a desktop and a laptop so I did all of this on my laptop and then I was working my normal workday on my desktop. That way I didn't accidentally click out of <laughs> out of the tab because that would be very dramatic and I would be very sad. You also wanna make sure that you copy your access code into your clipboard so it's super, super quick for you to be able to paste it. You're also going to want to not refresh anything. I don't care what people say. I did this twice and I got tickets both times and I got four tickets both times. Don't refresh anything, just don't do it. <laughs> And then also make sure that you have your payment information and billing information up to date before you get into the queue. So those things were all tips that I would definitely recommend. And I would say like, if you're trying to buy tickets, those things are really important. So after I got tickets in the morning, I texted uh, two of my friends. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but at the beginning of this, I was saying that my husband and my brother-in-law were going to come with us. So I was talking to my husband and I was like, hey, like, I'm really excited. I got tickets. This is so awesome. And he was like, yeah, like, it'll be really cool. And I was like, are you excited to go? And he was like, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fine. And I was like, well, like, are you actually excited to go? And he was like, I don't know. Like, I don't, like, Taylor's was fine. And I was like, are you going to learn the songs? And he was like, probably not. And I was like, are you going to learn all the things that they do at the concert? He's like, probably not. And I was like, Am I a butthead for wanting to uninvite you and invite my friends instead who are actually Taylor Swift fans? And he was like, I don't care. So, so my husband and my brother-in-law are no longer coming to the Taylor Swift concert because neither of them really want to go that badly. So I texted two of my best friends and I said, hey, can I talk to you for five minutes? And I was like, I called each of them and I was like, so I got tickets and I want to know whether or not you would like to go. And both of them were so excited. They like, they both were like, we're shaking. Like, and honestly, like, I agree. Like it, it's, it's kind of like one of those like once in a lifetime events and it really is truly something magical. And so it was really cool to be able to ask my best friends if they wanted to go. So I'm so excited because it'll be my sister and myself and then two of my really close friends. 
And then what's so cool, this part makes me so happy. And I I've really kind of like settled into this later in the day, I had the second access code and I was able to buy a second set of four tickets for somebody else. So same deal. I was in the, um, in the queue. I was at the queue longer for the second time. And I was way later in the queue. I think there was like 10,000 people, maybe 8,000 people in front of me. Um, so I really do think that they were staggering people pretty, like pretty closely, but like I was not one of the first 2000 people and, and lower bowl was basically gone by the time I got in there. So it took about 30 minutes to be in the queue the second time. And I will say it was way glitchier and way slower. Like it was, it was way, way glitchier than it was the first time I did it. And so I got tickets the second time in section 335, which is still like, it's still center area, but it's like higher up. And those tickets were around $109 plus taxes and fees and all the different things. And I'm so glad because I was able to sell those at face value to someone that I know that is going to have an amazing experience. And I'm just so grateful to have been able to been like a conduit for that kind of magic. <laughs> like, because I could have like not used my access code or I could have sold those tickets for a super high price, or I could have just like been like, you know what, I'll go twice, but I didn't do any of those things. Instead, I found someone who I knew would absolutely have the time of her life with her friends at this concert. And I was like, so excited to be able to have that experience where she was able to get a really incredible magical experience. And I want to be perfectly clear that I didn't do anything special or have some like secret sauce or some secret uh, for getting those access codes. All I did was I applied and I was lucky enough to get two codes. And then I made sure I was as prepared as possible once my time was actually here to like buy the tickets. Um, and with that kind of luck, I really wanted to be a conduit for other people that I know are going to experience that kind of magic and they're going to have the time of their life. And I'm just so grateful that real humans and not scalpers got the tickets and I'm able to like have that experience for myself and my friends, but also hand that off to somebody else and they get to have that experience as well. So that's kind of the story of me getting Eras tour tickets. Um, but I want to talk about some of the mindset stuff that came up because this was so fascinating. I actually had a couple of conversations with some of my clients about this, uh, around some of the mindset things that came up around receiving an access code and having the ability to buy eight tickets. So some of the mindset things that came up were, <laughs> who am I to be this lucky? And also like this mindset of like, I'm not allowed to receive that level of abundance. Like that's way too much abundance. Like nobody is allowed to receive that much abundance. And another mindset thing that came up for me was like, it's not fair that I got eight tickets and so many of my friends got waitlisted. Like that one really kind of hurt to be honest, because I saw so many of my friends who got waitlisted and they were really upset and really sad. And then I was sitting here going like, yeah, I got two access codes and it felt so weird. And so I really had to sit with myself and figure out like, what were some of these mindset things that were coming up, but also what did I want to do about them? So here's what I did for the mindset things that came up and kind of some of the things that I worked through. So one of the, the kind of reframes that I gave myself was, what if by me getting access codes, I'm able to give people that I really love incredible experiences? What if I use this as an opportunity to level up my own ability to receive and make it more normal to receive that level of abundance, that it's safe for me to really receive that level of abundance? And so I kind of worked through that and journaled on that. And then I also thought of this, that like because of this experience, there are now eight women 
who get to go to a concert that's absolutely going to change their life. And these women, they're hiring people and they're getting to use experience to dream and to receive their own level of abundance and, and to really get to have a really incredible experience. Like, how amazing is that? What kind of ripple effect is going to happen because of that? I also thought about like, what if this was like a test of my comfort level of receiving? And if this is a test of my comfort level of receiving, where else am I telling the universe or my mindset or God or whatever, where else am I telling the universe that I can't receive this level of abundance, that I'm not allowed to receive this level of success, that I'm not allowed to receive this level of joy, that I'm not allowed to experience this level of convenience? Where am I telling myself that I'm not allowed? And why? Why not me? Why, why not me? Like, why shouldn't it be me? I don't, and then here's the other mindset thing that like really came up for me was like, I don't have a reason why I got tickets and other people didn't. It's not like I like manipulated that in any way. It's not like I had any kind of extra access to it. It's not like I had any extra, like, you know, secret pack tours or anything. Like it just is what it is. I happen to be that lucky. I happen to like win the lottery twice, essentially. And then I used a couple of nervous system regulation techniques and mindset techniques that I talked to my clients about. And one of them is called tapping. And so what I tapped on was this idea that it's safe for me to be seen as lucky. It's also safe for me to receive crazy magical experiences in my life and to create crazy magical experiences in my life. Me getting this experience isn't me taking it away from someone else. It's not within my control. And it's safe for me to allow myself to receive abundance. And I'm starting to normalize this level of abundance, this level of luxury, this level of convenience, this level of magical experiences. It is normal. So tapping on that really helped to kind of shift some things for me. So I want to ask you guys, while you were listening to this episode, what are some of the things that came up for you during all of this? What mindsets? came up for you while you were thinking about, about this experience and what mindsets need to shift. What do you believe is possible for you? I was very unattached to the idea that I would actually get tickets. Like when I got the access code, I was like, Oh, Oh, we, we got an access code. Oh, okay. Hold on. I got to go, go figure this out. I didn't know that it was possible, but I wasn't attaching my worth or my identity to it being possible for me. So I'm going to give you guys a couple of tips and just reiterate a couple of tips in case you are looking to get ERA's tour tickets in the future and you might get off the wait list. You might get into the queue, what it looks like. Some tips that I would definitely recommend. Copy your access code to your clipboard. Enter the waiting room 30 minutes before the sale. Don't refresh anything. Just don't do it. Don't refresh anything. Add your payments information the day before and turn off all of your ad blockers, extensions, and only have one tab open and one browser open. And now that we have our tickets, what are we doing? So I transferred my tickets uh, for the second night to the person who bought my, my extra tickets. And then I also transferred each ticket to the girls who are going with me to the concert on the first night. So that's all done. But tips after you get tickets is to create a Google Doc uh, like for your travel buddies if you're having people go with you to kind of put all of that information together and make sure it's all in one spot. 
also have uh, the information about like whatever kind of hotel you're going to book. You typically can't book hotels until about 12 months out. So we're at 14 months out right now. So we can't actually book our hotel yet. Think about whether or not you want an Uber or if you want to have a car service. We're going to probably do a car service so that we can book it in advance and make sure that we have a way to get back to our hotel. We're not waiting with 77,000 other people to get a ride somewhere. Uh, we're also actually going to be hiring a hair and makeup artist uh, to help us do our hair and makeup because I thought that would be a really cool experience. And then also there is a website that is super helpful if you're looking for ideas for outfits to go to the Eras Tour. It's called Eras Tour Wardrobe Website. Uh, well, so sorry, it is erastourwardrobe.com or something like that. Uh, not <laughs> There's not a website at the end of that URL. So that is my experience with getting Taylor Swift tickets. And I am so freaking grateful for this experience because it has shown me a lot of mindsets that I need to shift. But it has also been a really magical way for me to give some of my closest friends and some of my closest loved ones a really, really incredible experience. And I'm so freaking grateful for that. And I will definitely do more updates along the way. I would love to hear from you guys what you think, uh, what era you think I should go as. I've been told reputation is probably my era, but uh, I have a couple other ideas as well. If you loved this episode and you want to talk more about Taylor Swift and you want to talk more about the Eras Tour, you can send me a DM on Instagram at Aislinn Eileen Coaching. I will be back to regular scheduled programming very, very soon. But I had a blast telling you guys about this. I'm so excited for the tour. I'm just so excited to share the experience with you. 